0: You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 58. Today, I'm introducing you to a very special woman who serves my team, Carrie Sweatman. Carrie runs my Facebook ads every single month and helps me with my overall strategy. I am so excited to talk about the world of Facebook ads today on the podcast because it has been an integral part of growing my business. And Carrie is an absolute expert when it comes to it. I'm even sharing how how much money I've spent on Facebook over the last five months and the number might totally shock you. But I can tell you one thing, it is absolutely worth it. And I am confident that Facebook ads can work for you and your business. You're listening to the Goal Digger podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Hey, Gold Diggers. Today, I get to introduce you to a very integral part of my team, my Facebook ads manager, Carrie. And Carrie is based in Atlanta. We've worked together for almost a year. And she's someone that I get to talk to almost daily. She is the most thoughtful person when it comes to cards. I get cards in the mail from her all the time. And I tell her that I just feel glad when I send my mom a birthday card on time. So she puts me to shame. But she has just been a huge, part of my growth, my strategy, and just also a really big light on our team. And so I'm so excited to invite Carrie on today to talk a little bit more about marketing and ad strategy as well as her business, because you guys, it has exploded over this last year. And I had to have her really commit to coming on the show because I told her like after this episode, you might get a really flooded inbox, but she was confident that she could serve you guys over the next 40 minutes. And so welcome. Welcome, Carrie. Thank you. You're so sweet. Now you
1: shouldn't have said that about all the cards because now everybody else is going to be like, "Where is my Where are my cards?"
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're just incredibly thoughtful. So first, Carrie, just introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your business, how you got started, your family, all the important things, and then we'll dive on into the content.
1: Yes, definitely. My full name is Carrie Sweatman, and my business is System Envy, and that is my website, SystemEnvy.com. And there are two sides to my business. I have a done-for-you Facebook ad side, which takes the bulk of my time. And then I have a side where I have a Facebook ads course and do some one-on-one work with clients. But yeah, I started my business in 2011. And so it took me about four years to really kind of hone in on what I wanted to do. When I started my business, I was doing marketing for all different kinds of businesses and all different kinds of marketing and promoting for different clients. And then I ran my first Facebook ad in 2012, I think, yeah, just about five years ago. And it just really took off from there. It made sense to me, things were happening, people were happy, you know, it just all really kind of came together. And I've just honed that and honed that over the last five years, to where at this point, almost all of my clients are, are seven figure business owners. You know, I get to be a part of some really awesome launches. I started out as a business person in corporate. So I've brought that experience in with me. And, you know, I'm very much the mom entrepreneur. I have three boys and three dogs and a cat and a snake and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's constantly a circus. I was telling Jenna that before I was in the closet trying to record this, and now I'm in the basement and <laughs> just trying to escape the, the constant flux that's in my house. But I love what I do, and I love what I've created. Yeah, that's where we are. <laughs>
0: That's incredible. I know for me, Facebook ads was something that I understood in the terms of paying to play. And while a lot of people started writing off Facebook as an area that just wasn't going to work for their business anymore, I really saw the opportunity and with that came my relationship with you. And I would just love to hear a little bit about what you do for your entrepreneurs, like what you do for me and how that kind of looks in terms of being the manager of these accounts. Yes. So
1: as I said, almost all of my clients at this point are seven figure business owners, but they are doing all the things. And so I try to be a truth teller with Facebook ads. I know we all see the ads or the posts or whatever saying that, you know, people made, hundred million dollars on a $10,000 ad spend and all this stuff. And, and the truth is, is that my clients are really doing all the things, you know, it is all the things that you're talking about on this podcast and in your courses and in your content, they're doing it. And I don't think it has to be overwhelming. You know, you just have to be consistent to me. There's just really those, the three things that you need to be doing online And within those three things, of course, you can absolutely do it your way and and make it unique to you. And, you know, of course, that might look a little different if your business is offline. But generally speaking, you know, we need to be building our following and we can talk more about how to do that with Facebook ads in just a little bit. But we need to be building our following. And I know you talk a lot about that. And one of those things needs to be building your email list. And, you know, we can dive a little bit more into that as it relates to ads. We need to be producing great content. And we need to be being ourselves, you know, we need to be ourselves. And, and I know you talk about that a lot, Jenna, and not only do you talk about it, but you do it, you know, people connect with people and not businesses. And so the truth of the matter is that my clients are doing these things consistently so that when they go to run ads, it's a lot smoother and a lot easier. And, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be overwhelming you just have to get started and be consistent. You know, I see Facebook advertising as one component of an overall integrated marketing plan for your business. And you have really, really, really honed that, you know, the sky's the limit when it all comes together. It really is. That's where the magic happens.
0: Did I answer your question? That was perfect. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think that, you know, something that a lot of people don't understand, and I know I struggle to understand, is where do Facebook ads fit within your strategy? And a lot of times, I think that people have a really hard time in thinking about paying to advertise because they don't necessarily have a measure of return. And so when you think about different ways that business owners advertise, whether it's, you know, an ad in a magazine or doing an event or being a part of a workshop or whatever that might look like a lot of times it's really hard to measure the return and for me as somebody who loves numbers Facebook was always such a no-brainer because we can actually see what our cost per lead is and that's something that you have definitely mastered and helped me to understand over the last year. So what are different things that people are advertising for? Because it's not just launches or products. There are a lot of different things that we run ads for that might not necessarily have a monetary value attached to them, but definitely have a value within your business. Right. Absolutely. And I
1: think just to even back it up a little bit further, what I would recommend is that we always have a plan and you and I are really good at making that plan. But we, you know, people come to me all the time and say, oh, you know, I just want to run ads ads to build my list. And I'll say, you know, but what's the long-term plan? How are you going to recoup those dollars? And they'll say, you know, well, I just, right now, I just want to generate leads, which I love that, but you have to think a little bit more strategic than that and, you know, get some kind of opt-in or blog post or something that directly feeds into something else. Even if your next launch is six months down the road, or even if you don't really know when your next launch is, but you know what it's going to be about, you know, you want to constantly think long-term and strategy to recoup your advertising dollars. Now, having said that, you know, I think for people who are just getting started, Facebook ads are a feedback loop of testing and gathering data and then retargeting and testing some more. So you're constantly in this feedback loop and you're honing in on your target audience, what copy worked best, what images people responded to, and most importantly, what offers, you know, do they want and need. It's really a brilliant strategy for people just getting started, as well as, you know, obviously the more established entrepreneurs. I recommend that, you know, the people who are just getting started, maybe do some boosted posts to gather this data. But, you know, you want to always sort of have your end goal in mind so that you can recoup those dollars. So we don't just want to haphazardly, you know, throw some ads up for you. You know, we use your podcast to build leads, but it's always very strategic. We always have a goal in mind. We always know what we're doing and why we're doing it. We consistently run, you know, free opt-ins, but again, they are always focused on what's next in your long-term marketing plan. It's really about this building process, but what I try to, you know, to impart on people is that, you know, I hear a lot of people saying I tried Facebook ads and it didn't work for me. But the truth is, and maybe there is someone out there that Facebook ads don't work for, but I haven't encountered that in five years. I believe that it's just a matter of testing. I think that if we reframe our mindset, you know, for the beginners, if we reframe our thoughts to think that we're really just gathering data, it's not a success or a failure. We're just gathering the necessary data. We're trying to find out what images people respond to, what copy, what targets, and what offers so that we can turn that around and feed it back into our business. And then when you go to do a big launch or something, it really is just much easier and much smoother.
0: Does that make sense? Absolutely. And Yes. And one thing that you've really taught me is the value of split testing. And it was something that I understood before, but we weren't necessarily putting into practice in my business because it it is more work. (laughs) Like, let's be honest, it's way more work to split test, but the results speak for themselves. And so when I first hired Carrie, she would say, okay, for each ad you want to run, I want two sets of ad copy and I want two different images and we're going to test them against each other and see which one one is performing best. And it's so funny because I think as business owners, a lot of times we want to assume that we know what our audience is going to take action on. But more often than not, We're totally taught where the audience is or what they're desiring or what they need most in their business. And so split testing has become such a big part of my business just from working with you and understanding that, like you said, like the data speaks for itself. Like if you need cold, hard facts to back up some of your business ideas, this is an incredible way to do that.
1: Definitely, definitely. And that's why, you know, now, and let me just preface this by saying, you know, there was a time where I would have disagreed. Discouraged people from boosting posts because Facebook didn't offer the same targeting features. But now we are able to get more specific with boosted posts, and it really is a viable way to figure these things out. So if you're thinking about launching something or making some sort of offer, one of the best ways to get some feedback and some data regarding that offer is to create a blog post and then, you know, give it a little boost with 5 or $10. See who responds. See, you know, if people like the image, if people like the words that you're using and people like the subject matter, this is it's a brilliant way. And you absolutely will get the knowledge that you need in order to move forward with your offer or not. You know, a lot of times, like you said, people do. They think oh, they need this. They need this. People need this. But it's maybe it's just a matter of you're using the wrong words. You know, some people use the words customers and other and and your real customers want to call themselves clients. It's these little nuances that you can figure out very quickly with $5 or $10 by just boosting a post to a blog post rather than having gone all in on creating a course that, you know, doesn't resonate with people. So I love it.
0: Absolutely. And We actually teach in my list building course, how to check if like there is interest because a lot of times, like I said, we love to guess or assume that we know what our clients want. And so many times people will start creating that product before knowing if people are going to be willing to pay for it. So even if people are like, yes, I want this product. But like when you say, okay, give me your credit card number and I'll create it. (laughs) You see people clam up. And I know that I've done that in my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so one of the most beautiful things that you and I have been able to do together. Is to really test ideas and to see even letting what our conversion costs are doing tell us the facts. Like, you know, I create freebies every single week. Carrie jokes that I am like in this like freebie factory where I'm just creating them <laughs> all the time with content. But I love to see what makes people take action and I respect their ability to trade their email address for some sort of guide. And so I want to create content that makes people feel comfortable to take action. And so it's been such a learning thing for us when we get this new idea in our business, like, Hey, let's test it out and see if people are interested in it. And from there, let's see what they actually need help with. Do you find that so much in terms of experimenting with ads? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And You know, I think going back
1: to sort of reframing your thoughts around Facebook ads, it's not about a success or a failure. It's really just about gathering data. And, you know, that's what we're doing because the bigger picture here is that, you know, we're all here to serve. We're taught to, you know, that it's not about us. We're to teach the things that we've learned and help other people. And so, In order to do that and to execute that mission, we have to get in front of the right people. We have to, you know, do the things that allows us to connect with those people. And Facebook ads and boosting posts is a great way to, you know, to gather the data So that you can serve the people you're meant to serve, you know, if it's a matter of you just using the wrong image or using the wrong lingo, you know, that people aren't connecting, well, then, you know, that's just a shame, you know, because clearly each one of us has something to
0: impart on other people. So absolutely. Something Drew and I always joke about, and I usually don't even tell him how much we've spent on Facebook ads, <laughs> because I think it gives him a slight heart attack. Is so, I mean, over this year, which we're you know almost halfway into it, I've spent over a hundred thousand dollars on Facebook ads. And to listeners, that's probably absolutely shocking. And you're like, wait, do I need to rewind and listen to that again? <laughs> but. When I started looking at what Facebook ads actually looked like within my business, I remember somebody saying to me, if I woke up and gave you the opportunity to give me $1 at the beginning of the day, and you would give me $5 back in return, or I would give you $5 back in return, would you do it? And the obvious answer would be absolutely yes. And I understood that so quickly that I was actually willing to invest within my business right away, right off the bat. And of course, We never started at that volume. It started with $5,000 or $10,000. But the thing that I've learned the most is, especially when you have someone like Carrie on your team, when you can get people onto your email list and serve them so well that even if they're not a client today they might be a client tomorrow or even a year from now, you are really, really investing in the longevity of your success. And it has been just such a blessing to not just watch my email list grow, but to watch my profits grow, watch my reach grow, watch my impact grow through something as silly and as simple as advertising on Facebook. So what do you think the biggest fear that people have when it comes to Facebook ads, what do you think that is? is and how can you dispel that today?
1: Yeah, it's definitely about money. That's why I talk about reframing your thoughts about that because if you just allot a certain amount of money in your business per month to do this this market research and do this marketing, it really has a compound effect. There's so much in what you just said that lights a fire in me because Yes, you have spent a whole bunch of money on Facebook ads, but yes, you've made three, four times that amount of money because you're doing all of the things. And so I think the the biggest thing that people worry about is I don't want to waste money. They see it as, you know, I put this money in and maybe, you know, I got five or 10 leads or whatever, but you know, now all the money's gone and nobody bought anything, but there's such a huge long-term value in getting those leads. And if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you know, as far as nurturing people and sending out your blog posts and just really connecting with those people on, on a level that, you know, I feel like people do business with people, not businesses. And so if you're doing those things, there really is a long-term value. Yes. There's a lot of people who aren't ready to purchase today. You know, I have a client who is actually a veterinary surgeon and he runs this webinar every single month. And so we run the ads to it every single month, but time and again, people who attended that webinar three, four, six months ago, and it's a big offer at the end of it. So, you know, it's a pricey offer. So it's understand, you know, it, it all kind of works itself out. But three, four, six months later is when they purchase. So we have to go back and look at all of the data, of course. But, I, you know, I think that the biggest problem that people have with Facebook is they don't want to, quote unquote, waste their money. And and from where I sit, there's not a lot of wasting involved. It really is just gathering data. And then once you have that data, you just feed it back into, you know, the next round. And it, it really is a compound effect. And there's no greater example than, than what you've created, Jenna, because it's, you've put in the work, you do the things you, you know, you focus your attention on whichever couple of social media platforms where your people hang out and where you connect the most with people. You build your email list, you create great content. It's really about just those things. And I feel like, you know, a lot of people who listen in say, oh, you know, I can't do all that or I don't have all of that. But the most important thing is there was a point where you took that first step where you started doing that. And Mm -hmm. so we all just have to get started. You know, you just have to start. And eventually it absolutely will Compound. And ads is, is just, just one piece of that pie, but it's such a good way to gather the information that you need so that you can compound bigger. And faster and better as you move along.
0: Absolutely. And I know for me, just starting small was even scary because it's like, goodness gracious, like I'm putting this money down. I don't know if I'll see the return, but I trust that this could work for me. And like you said, so many people believe that lie because we all worked so hard for so many years to grow our fans on Facebook. And suddenly a very small fraction, maybe one or 2% of them were actually seeing our posts. But when you actually look at Facebook as a business, they are brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times people love to play the victim card and say, well, gosh, like I worked so hard to build my following and now Facebook is just screwing me over. But Facebook has a giant team, they have bills to pay. And Mark Zuckerberg is a genius and I think he should be paid for that. And when you look at it as a platform, the changes that so many people are complaining about are actually helping the people that are doing things right. And I think that, you know, when they're being really specific about what ads you're seeing as a consumer, because they want you to actually see things you're interested in, we should almost be thankful for that because we're not seeing all these random things and just clicking out of the app. Their goal is to make us stay in the app and find the best content that serves us the best. And I mean, sometimes it's a little freaky because I'm seeing things that I I know I just talked about or I wanted to be a part of, <laughs> but I also look at it as a business owner and I'm like, goodness, like I am happy to invest in this because Facebook has given me this platform for years to start my business, to grow it. And now like I am happy to invest in it so that the right people are seeing my message and hearing my name.
1: Right. Absolutely. And you know, obviously this is my livelihood. This is how I make a living. This is, you know, how I afford this amazing lifestyle that I've created. So I have a great deal of respect for what Facebook has created for business owners. And it's true. I don't find myself, you know, it may be frustrating for me just because sometimes the interface changes a little bit. And, you know, it's like we have to kind of learn a different way of doing things that we've been doing, you know, the same way for months and months. But it's always in the best interest of it truly is. Facebook is so very concerned with the user experience. And if you think about it, that's what we want. You know, we want people to visit Facebook so that we can get our ads in front of them so that we can get our work and our message and our courses and our offerings in front of them. And it really, everything that they do, I find, you know, that while it's, you know, sometimes could be frustrating, it really truly is about the user experience. It really is in everyone's Best interest, and like you said, you know they're a business, and so you know it just that's just the name of the game. And the sooner that people can kind of get past that little, oh, they want us to pay for everything. Yes, they they do. They want you to pay for that because they are a business, and that's you know what's going to make it all go go round. The sooner we can get past that, you know, the better.
0: Absolutely. So what do you recommend for entrepreneurs who are like, okay, I understand why this could work and I understand that I need to invest a little bit. What would you recommend in terms of a budget per se or what posts to boost? How would you lead them through just getting started like at the cusp of the beginnings of Facebook ads?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the thing that I recommend very beginners do would be to think about your long-term plan, you know, what's upcoming. If there really is no launch or no big offer on the horizon, but you do wanna get started, which I think is, is very smart, I'd love for you to come up with that thing, that topic, that subject that you most wanna be known for or that you feel like you can impact the most lives with or that is most likely to be your money maker on down the road, Come up with some sort of freebie or a blog post, a video post, something like that, that you can write a post on your Facebook page and then boost that post with five or ten dollars, you know, over the next course of two or three days and just see what happens. What are they sent? What are people's comments? Is anyone sharing it? Do they like the image? Just sort of get a running tally of what is working and what is not, and then do it again, you know, maybe with the same blog post, but a different image or a different ad copy, a different version of copy, you know, maybe use a different target and you're just gathering data. And truly, you know, if you can afford to do $5 a week, $10 a week, something like that, you are going to be amazed at what kind of insight you gather in doing this. And then you just feed that back into your business, not just in your Facebook posts, but really into everything in your website, copy in your offers, your free offers, your webinars, everything around what generates the most engagement and profit for you. You know, this data will help you to create a resource bank you know, that you can draw from moving forward and it just compounds and compounds. So that would be the best starting place is to, you know, take five or $10 a week and write a really good blog post or a really good opt-in and then just boost that sucker and
0: see what you learn. Absolutely. One of the coolest things that I love about working with Carrie is, while I'm super type A, and Carrie, I think you are too, where we've really gotten in a flow of organizing what the entire flow is going to look like from start to finish. And... I'm only launching a few times a year, but even when I'm not launching, I'm using Facebook ads to grow my list so that I can just focus on serving people up until the point when I launch again. And so when you look at a full year and you're launching maybe once a quarter, you know, that's 4 weeks out of a 52 week year. That's not very much time that you're actually launching. And so a lot of times I feel like entrepreneurs are in like reactive mode. They're not being proactive and you've talked about this, like you have to have a bigger plan. And so something that's really helped me and I know my team, which includes Carrie, is really looking at the year at a glance and saying, well, what are our big goals? What are our growth goals? And how can we make that happen every single day, whether or not we're in a launch state or not? And so we've been running ads, like Carrie said, two different opt-ins to see what our list needs to get new people onto our email list so we can introduce ourselves to them running ads to the podcast even to share some of our favorite episodes and get more listeners. There's just so many different ways you can do it. And I think that part of the problem, and I kind of talked about this a little bit in the episode of launching, is that you know, you're know you working so hard on this item and it's so close to your heart. And all of a sudden you're like, crap, I got to put this out into the world. And now you're using your launch to split test things instead of using this mediary time in the middle to do that. So let's say, Karen, that somebody has a new product or a service or an offer and they're going to launch it three months from now. What kind of things could they do in the in-between time to help prepare them if Facebook ads was a route that they wanted to take in terms of marketing their message? Yes, so the first thing
1: that I would do is to get some posts on your page to test copy images and Perhaps targeting. If there's no budget at all, and you need all your budget for your launch, just put it out on your Facebook page. You know that's free, and see what happens. If you can afford to put five or ten dollars in there for two or three weeks, I would definitely do that as much as you can to get the feedback. Now, I'm an ads manager, so I obviously feel very strongly that if you're gonna do a launch, that you you don't need to be boosting posts. You really need to be using the power editor or hiring someone to. To do it properly for you, but boosting posts is, is the way to generate that knowledge here in the beginning. And then, so after you do your testing, you've got an idea of what copy and what images are going to work for you, and hopefully a little bit about targeting, you know, then you want to create, I would create some sort of free offer. You could do you know, a a worksheet, a PDF, a download, a little video training, anything like that, you could do something like that, which is a free offer, or you could do maybe a little five-part video series where you're just, you know, in your home office or wherever You know, walking down the street, record a little training that is, you know, just a few minutes long, maybe five minutes long and say that it's part one of your five part series. And each week you release something, but it's very strategic and it's related to your launch and it ends and dumps them right where, you know, your launch is going to pick up. So something like that could work. There's really, there's a million different ideas of how to engage the right people to prime them and nurture them for your launch. But I would definitely try and list build. And it's important to note with the five part video series, you could either have them opt in or you could have it be free with Facebook. Now you are able to track the viewers of those videos. So that's why I mentioned it. So instead of having people opt in, you could track the viewers of those videos and those would be your warm leads as opposed to a free opt-in or heck you know, a really smart thing would be to do both of those things, to have a free Mm opt-in to create the video series. But, you know, I hate coming, you know, and saying, do this and do that and do, and here's all the things that you could do because people get overwhelmed and it is, it's overwhelming. So, you know, put your blinders on, whatever idea resonates with you or whatever one thing or two things that you feel like you can accomplish in those few months leading up to your launch, you know, go with that and then, you know, put your blinders on and And just ignore everything else. But the most important thing is to get started and to try and warm some people up, because that is the genius in Facebook ads is, you know, you have this ability to create these pools of warm leads that are just waiting for you to come back and market to market your offer to them.
0: I love that. I love everything you say. I just think, you know, Facebook ads has been something that a lot of people have been wondering about. And I've heard so many misconceptions about it. So many people either playing the victim or struggling to understand how it could work within their business. And I think it all goes back to the big picture, just like you've said time and time again. When you can get very clear on what direction you're heading and what the end result will look like, it becomes a lot less scary to. Invest in yourself and those goals. And for me, I am so happy to invest in things like growing my email list because I have the confidence that I can serve these people so well, regardless of if they spend a single dollar or not on any of my products. And it all goes back to the heart of your business and what your biggest goal is, whether that's impact or financial gain or fame or whatever that looks like for you. And I know that investing in your business is scary, but I think that there is something so powerful when you're willing to put down even $10 and say, I believe in myself and I believe in this and I'm willing to take a risk. What has it been like, Carrie, for you? Because you work with such high level entrepreneurs. What is it like to be surrounded with people who are forward thinking and at this crazy stage of their business? It really is incredible. I
1: have to stop and I mean, you know, I'll find myself sitting in the carpool line thinking, how did this even happen? How is it that I am (laughs) associated with these rainmakers? I mean, it really is incredible. I have a lot of people in the spiritual and wellness field. And so it's really just you know to think that they've been on oprah or they've written these best selling books and it's just it's humbling is what it is i i'll tell you that i got started i really got a big boost just through a post of gratitude in a Facebook group to my mentor. You know, I purchased a course and probably like two years went by and I was in that Facebook group and I just one day was so appreciative to have a place to ask questions and not feel intimidated. And I posted that in the Facebook group and The course creator contacted me and we got on the phone and he was like, listen, you know, I'm looking for someone to refer people to. And, you know, the next email was, you know, I want to introduce you to Gabby Bernstein. And granted, I had a little panic attack. I I really was like, oh, my gosh, how am I going to get out of this? Like, how am I I going (laughs) to do that? I cannot do that. You know, and it really kind of laid the foundation for my business. I try to really focus as just being the messenger. I really, you know, for years in my, in the beginning of my business went around and around like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And I am very satisfied at this point in just knowing that I really am the messenger. I am, my purpose is to bring these rainmakers, you know, their messages to the masses, to the people who need what they have to offer and how they can help people. So it has been amazing to work with all of these people. And, you know, I really do try and stop and focus on my gratitude and how much my life has changed in the last couple of years because of what I get to do so it truly is astounding and then to watch them create magic and their ideas and watch people respond and you know doing these huge launches it's it's really just been incredible
0: That's so awesome. I always wonder that. And even joining a mastermind, this group for me, it was like, I want to be the dumbest person in the room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I want to walk in and just like be a sponge to all the brilliance that is in there. And something that I've learned is just everyone has something different to bring to the table. And we're all dumb in some areas of our lives. And that's beautiful right? because there's just so much room to grow. And I think that a lot of times as entrepreneurs, it's scary to even put ourselves In those situations, because we all want to be the smartest person in the room. But I think that even for me, just being around seven figure entrepreneurs, there's just this elevated mission. And I also feel like I've noticed how clear people are on their purpose. Like there is no room for wishy-washy gray area. I feel like the more honed in on like what your mission is, the more you're able to clearly communicate, the more you're able to clearly market, the more you're able to like clearly live your life in such a cool way. And so I can only imagine working with the level of people that you do that you can just see that purpose and the people that know their purpose, I'm sure just shine even a little bit brighter.
1: Yeah, it's true. And, and, you know, something else that, that really, you know, fits right in with that is sort of these people, including you, Jenna, you just get it. Like you, there's nothing Nobody's going to die because, you know, the people aren't opting in at a certain cost per lead, you know, and you really just mm-hmm. understand the bigger mission, you know, the bigger and it's very, it's much more relaxed. And I just feel like, like you said, it's just a kind of a more elevated and honed attitude towards things. And I really just, I wish that for everyone. I really do, you know, cause I think it's so easy to get sucked into, you know, this person's doing this person or I should be at this level or, you know, they're doing this over here. Um, but, and, and I do think that your purpose can change over time, but you know, mm-hmm. let's gather one thing and then like go with it and, you know, and just, I, you know, I really pride myself on like, when I think about my client roster and how chill they are and how they're just good people, it's just really good people. And so, you know, I I try to take a page out of their book, you know, anytime I find myself getting like a little, like, Ooh, I gotta be doing this. It's like, you know, let me do your thing. You know, you do have to be Mm -hmm. disciplined with yourself, but let me, let me just
0: do my thing. I always tell my team including you I'm like we are unfortunately not curing cancer so like nothing is unfixable you know everything is an experiment and I think that it just gives the freedom to make mistakes which I don't actually think are mistakes I think they're learning moments and I think that when you can really shift your mindset from success to failure to success to learning Mm -hmm. I just think it frees everyone up to try different things I I I even sent you something the other day and I was like this could either work really well or this could totally <laughs> flop but I really wanted to see what happens right. and I think that's such a beautiful thing like if you keep doing the same things over and over again you're gonna see the same results and you know Facebook ads has just been a really cool way to test the waters and to try different things and to have you on my team is just it's been so invaluable oh I love it I love it I love it <laughs> Well, I love you. Okay. So now that everyone is like, okay, I want to do ads, but I just need to hire Carrie. (laughs) Where can everybody find you? And guys, I'm going to put this out there. Carrie will always be mine and I will not (laughs) let her get too busy that she can't be mine. So before y'all jump and try to email her, where can everybody find you? Yes.
1: So my site is System Envy. It's just the word system and E-N-V-Y, all one word, systemenvy.com. There is a Facebook freebie on my site. And then, you know, there's a contact form, you know, we are on waitlist status right now, but you know, the waitlist is on there, but yeah, I'd love to connect. Of course I'm on Facebook and I like Instagram. I'm not very good at it, but I, I do (laughs) like to be on Instagram at Carrie love and then, you know, system Envy on Facebook. So yes, I would love to connect. I love that.
0: Well, Carrie, thank you just for all you do to serve me and serve others. And The proof is in the pudding, girlfriend. Like, we are able to do bigger things together as a team. And I'm just so thankful for you and your message and for coming on the podcast today. Oh, you are more than welcome. I love to
1: chat with you and so anytime anytime you want to hang i'm i'm down with that
0: me and carrie send each other voice notes and it's really funny it's like my love language thank you so much carrie and if you want to see the show notes go to golddiggerpodcast.com you can see all of carrie's links and get access to her freebies so that you can check out more information about facebook ads if you're just starting start small work big really amazing things can come out of them when you believe